Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years. And every single week, we call one another every single week and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike we Lawson. That's what we do every single week without fail. We never, ever miss a week. How the hell are you, Mike Lawson? I'm good. Um, happy to talk to you. It, this every other week thing is like. What do you mean? What are you talking about every other week? You mean every yeah, week? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that the, the thing that we don't really uh, talk about, but it, I don't know. The distance is weird because I'm like, wait, that happened so long ago. Is that really <laughs> the story I'm going to tell Joey right now? <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? I even had to hold a story for you. And um, another thing, too, is now you've turned into one of our friends. And what I mean is I just got a text message in the middle of the week, apropos of nothing, that said, send me the picture of you and Aiden. Oh. <laughs> but at least like there was context yeah there, yeah yeah it? i knew what you were talking like, about some people are just like random <laughs> no pepper pepper is black or white <laughs> wrong <laughs> what's wrong i don't know that's not true anyway. <laughs> how are you what's up uh so since the last time i've talked to you aiden came and visited so he i sure want that update yeah um but what's up how are you Good, you know, oh my god, before we get to the Aiden story, I don't know if this is a full story. <sighs> this Disney Plus is driving everybody crazy. Yeah. I think I think uh, Taylor the Latte Boy took two weeks off of work just so he can watch <laughs> Darby O'Gill and the Little People and stuff like that. Well, like know? in the lead up, because he yeah. had diarrhea, he was so excited. Yeah, he was so excited <laughs> about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think he's already just like, he's, he's hoping for a hurricane. Yeah. You know, just, we have a, an excuse to be locked in the house. But um, what's funny is uh, my parent. Okay, so my brother, my brother paid for Disney Plus. Okay, and with that, you get four screenings. But also, if you have Verizon Unlimited, and I guess I'm doing a, a public service announcement because they haven't gotten the word out that much about it. Yeah. If you have Verizon Unlimited, you get the first year of Disney Plus for free. So my cool. parents have Verizon Unlimited. Even, I don't know why. They, I think they use probably seven megabytes p- together a month, but okay. Right? They have Verizon Unlimited. And um, now they're desperate to get this Disney Plus, even though my, my brother said, I'll just use one of my screen names. And they're like, yeah. no. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, of course, but then they're old people, so they can't set it up. So yesterday, I'm just doing shit. I hear my mom like a whole bunch of commotion. And I go, what's going on? And this has turned into a story. The point, I don't want it to be a story. Point is, it's a story, Joey. Yeah, the point. I'll just no. I'm going to shorten it. They literally were, were on speakerphone with Horizon. They were screaming and yelling at each other, like screaming and yelling at each other. Oh yeah, well then, never mind. I should have never married you. You know, like that kind of stuff. Where it's, it's not a tech support call with Betty unless she's saying or blaming terrorists though on something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so my mom, my mom did that thing where like, and finally, I'm left with the phone in my hand, having to deal with this. Okay. Oh god. Yeah. And so I yeah. finished the call. Finally, because then they've come, they've, they're fighting in the background. I told her, I go, do you deal with this a lot? And she goes, yes. So I deal with it, right? Then yeah. my mom walks in as we're hanging up the phone. And she goes, your name, please? I'm like, what are you going to do with the name? 
What are you gonna do the name? <laughs> Debbie. This is Verizon. Well, Debbie said, and you're like, well, they're gonna make who's fuck's Debbie? And if they do know, it's because there's notes in the computer. They know exactly who it is. So either right. way, they they know I, Debbie's real name. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not the they name know she the, gives to crazies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I go. I'm not gonna ask her name. That's too bad. I just I made up a name. I said her name's Evelyn. Yeah, yeah. So right. um, anyway, uh, Aiden. So did it work? Oh, no, it's did a you whole, get no, no, it's, a, it's a whole oh, no, it's a whole other thing. It works for me, by the way. You know why? Because I use my brother's screen name. name. Yeah, I'm yep. I'm watching you know Herbie the Love Bug two, uh, in the comfort of my uh, bedroom. You know, while they're trying to you know. But here's the deal: what do they want to watch Disney Plus? What are they going to watch? Like a movie or something. There's a lot of content. I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm I'm not interested really. I'm I don't. <laughs> It's not like I'm watching all of Netflix. I need something else. Do you know what I mean? Like, here's the deal. I don't need more choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. This is, I only need to watch it for a few things. Yeah. One, and I know it's going to be a big project of mine. I have only watched two Marvel movies. Okay. So I want to catch up on the Marvel movies. So I know what people are talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And then there are some old, like, there are some, like, weird Disney cartoons that I've never seen. Like, I've never seen The Black Cauldron. Where do you get that, you know? Right, right. Um, I've never seen The Sword and the Stone. Where do you get that? Exactly. Uh, wait, you've never seen Sword and the Stone? No. Oh, my God, I've watched that. I could probably, to this day, recite it. No, I've never like, seen that. Never God, seen, I watched the hell out of that. Never seen Rescuers, you know? You know what? I'm not familiar. I've saw, I've seen it, but I'm not, like... Super familiar. Yeah, there's this whole minute. there's this whole like twenty years of uh, of uh, Disney content. content that I just didn't like the black hole that weird 1970s space exploration movie. Never seen that. And I know everyone's writing the dumb gay joke in their head. I'm not going to go there. So on the nose. So Aiden, speaking of black holes, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aiden came to visit. <laughs> Aiden came to visit. Yeah. Tell me. So what yeah, you're going to get all. Adam Burns was so. Did you did you listen to the episode? I thought it was no, a good episode. Yet. Huh? You didn't listen. To, well, you didn't listen to throwing down. I no, I do listen, but I haven't listened yet. I just have been a little under the impeachment. You know. Thing. Oh, don't get me this. Let me. I'm sorry. We're going to talk impeachment here for a second. Sure. Look. I don't. That's this is a this is a safe space. Yeah. People John sometimes Arts there? You probably John... use this to not get triggered. This show, you know. Yeah, where's like John Arts? Like he's not even here. Okay, so he's busy, you know, doing something. So okay, yeah, jerking off on his guns. Look, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I consider myself more of a centrist. I know you're very left, but I'm more of a. I'm, I'm very firmly Democrat, but very much a centrist. Okay, like I'm gonna more likely to vote for Pete Buttigieg than I would be for Bernie Sanders. Okay. Did I tell you I donated his campaign so I would have a chance to win uh, tickets to see Hamilton in San Francisco with Chasten Buttigieg? No. Do you know about this Hamilton with no. Chasten Buttigieg? Yeah. It, San, I'm assuming at your theater. I've heard nothing about it. I'm going to look into it now. Yeah. But also, Joey, do you want tickets to the show? I could know. No, I think I'm going to be. You won't in, have to sit with this fool. I'm going to be in San Francisco uh, in the, the first week, no, second weekend in December. Okay. So, do you yeah. want to see Hamilton? Yeah, I might. Okay. Okay. So Let's anyway, talk about that. Okay. So anyway. Uh but and so like I actually was very interested at first to see like I want to hear the Republicans approach to this, right? Mike Lawson, 
this Jim Jordan, like yeah. my blood boils. Like I'm yeah. like because it's lies. I that's the part I don't get. I don't, I don't uh, get the lies. And then this woman, what's her name? The yeah, Sifan jacket. Yeah, whoever she, she is, Miss Fuchsia. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't like her. I don't in like him. Can- in the study with the candlestick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like. I, get, get, here's my question. Maybe you can answer it. I wish. I actually do wish John Arts was here because he can maybe answer this. At this stage, who cares about the whistleblower? I also don't. I I, I agree with that, and I'm going to add to it. This isn't a different topic, but like really the same. Also, who is like thinking? Like the, this is going to resolve. Truth comes out. Mm-hmm. You know. Light will be shined on everything eventually, mm-hmm. and I understand kind of hold the that some people are holding on for I don't know whatever reason, mm-hmm. but like you know that, that like everyone knows what happened, and yeah, the, the, I don't know. It's really bizarre to me that it's just a, like a charade. I can't remember the guy's name, but the, somebody on CNN, John so and so, right? <laughs> that narrows it down. Um, the guy who's always doing like the the polling in the country and stuff like that. That guy, whatever his name is. Um, I don't remember his name. Wait, on MSNBC? No, on CNN. On CNN, he's the guy that always like will show. They'll they'll cut to him like how this different districts are doing. Someone in the chat room is going to tell me who it is, right? Uh, anyway, he made this point that was so good because he he goes it is on a panel, and he said, uh, what he found trouble understanding was how. He's all, forget the, the whether it rises to the level of impeachment. Forget the, all of that. How are they just not admitting that this is wrong? You know, like, not even necessarily saying, like, okay, you can have an argument about the legality of it, or is it worthy of impeaching the president? Is it worthy of, you know, getting get him out of office? Did he really, like, break the law even? But it's just plain wrong. It's just plain skeezy. And they won't even go there. Yeah, it's like they're almost treating it like a negotiation, like come in with the, you know, the most conservative offer so then you can negotiate to a middle. So they maybe are afraid to get to concede to that because then the middle is somewhere mm-hmm. closer to what we want. I don't know. I don't so know. so what, is, what has been your uh, in, in participation with the impeachment? No, I just have been listening to everything and, and assuming a lot of that. But then... I also get into this mood every like as this is kind of getting more and more intense. I'll probably have to take like a couple of days off, or I'll just listen to like throwing down. That's when I'll catch up on that, yeah, or exactly one of these like ghost webs uh, podcasts I listen to. Yeah, true crime kind of stuff. It lately it's turned yeah. out that the first fifteen minutes of throwing down every week is Adam Burns working through all the emotions he's had over the past couple of weeks about why a he's not being paid. Or yeah. B, he's never going to sign up for Patreon. Or C- oh, you know what? Maybe I did hear the first part of the episode. <laughs> actually, thinking about it, was this the one where you talked about the poll and the, yeah. the theme song? Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard, I heard the beginning of it, but I haven't finished yet. Yeah, because my whole thing is, you don't, no one has to sign. You don't have nobody has to sign up for Patreon. People will, people I know will tell me this. Daniel Brewer has told me this. Adam Burns will be like, well, I'm not going to sign up for Patreon. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, all right, don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like. Ultimately, like if Adam Burns signs up for Patreon, it's not like it's going to break my bank or not. You know, I had the big bigger picture than Adam Burns. Okay, then don't. But then don't say like, well, I can't take the poll. Okay, well, 
Sign our Wait, Patreon. so please continue. When are, are you going to fucking talk about mm. it or not? How many minutes are we into yeah. this already? I, I don't know how many minutes <laughs> we're into it. Uh, we are 12 minutes into it. Okay. Oh, my God. Mike Lawson. Okay. So, so much build-up to, you know, to this Aiden thing. What's funny is, uh, uh, you know, even leading up to picking him up at the airport. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to talk about there was this weird thing that he did. I don't know if I talked about this in the show or not. So I'm going to go a little further back. Okay. Where did I did we talk on here about how he didn't have a plane ticket back? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a big drama. Oh, like, yeah, he was moving in. He's moving in. Wait, what? Oh no, no, no. He's not. He's moving, moving in. in. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So um, there was a big drama where he didn't have a plane ticket back. He he only bought a one way ticket. It was really bizarre. I don't understand. Right. So like a few days before, he's like, "Oh my god, I mean, I I'm scared because like I went online to um to." To um, look at all six hundred dollars to come back, and I'm all like, okay, <laughs> let let Zaddy look at that, not not pay for it, because Taylor was very concerned that I was going to try and pay for things, not to pay for it, just to see if I could help him out, right? Here's the problem what, a lot of people do. Did he think he wasn't going back? Or well, what? no, no, like, he just didn't know how he was going to get back. So he was going to maybe like, well, he's going to take a no, bus. But I'm or saying like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. So, so, um, so I go on, because here's the problem, I'm telling everybody who comes to LA, okay, everybody thinks LAX, okay, you gotta think outside the box, you gotta look at Long Beach, Bob Hope, or Ontario, okay, those are way cheaper, and actually Ontario, if you're gonna visit Joe Batanz, easier for me, actually, you know what, even if you're not visiting Joe Batanz, those three airports are easier for anybody, so... Uh, I look at Ontario, I look at Southwest, boom, $150 ticket one way right off the bat. So now he's like, okay, problem solved, okay? Yeah. So I but I have to go pick him up at LAX. So I go to LAX to pick him up, and I'm not nervous at all. And I have it, he's like, his plane's going to arrive at 9.45 a.m. I'm totally prepared for him to be late, you know, because often those little shorter flights are kind of late, especially South, a special, oh no, he's coming in on uh, Alaska. But anyway... So I'm and I'm gonna my whole plan is I'm gonna get there by nine thirty and I'm gonna go. I don't know if other airports have this, but there's a cell phone parking lot. Do you do you guys yeah, have that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the cell phone parking lot and I'm gonna chill and just relax. And then when he calls me, I'm gonna go pick. I as I'm getting off the freeway to go to the cell phone parking lot, he calls me. He's like, "I'm off the airplane. I'm here. Hmm. I'll be outside." I'm like, and then that's when all of a sudden I got super nervous oh really yeah i had not been i had like literally been it went from zero to 60 in half a second when he told me he was there because that wasn't what i was prepared for in my head so now i have to go oh my god i got arriving flights and and, and terminal six you know so we go and now he's like calling me like oh my god i don't see you i'm like i'm over here and then i see him and i'm like oh my god there he is in real life irl mike lawson there's Aiden, and he's so excited, he runs up to the car. And um, it was very, very bizarre. First of all, I will say, and I don't know how to explain this, the boy needs lessons in taking pictures. Because every picture I have of him, he makes these silly... Well, you know what? You can relate, Mike Lawson. Maybe he's like you. Because anytime you take a picture with Mike Lawson, he makes some stupid face. Well, you don't do that anymore, huh? Yeah, it was a thing that I did when I was Aiden's age. <laughs> It's a th- like, it's a deep. It's deep. It's a thing. Uh huh. But I bet you, you kind he, he shares. You make it. yourself look foolish, so then you like, 
if and nobody can look at a picture and say like Mike looks foolish and said they look like oh look at this picture where Mike is intentionally making himself look foolish and that's probably what he's doing so like every picture like like because he's actually much like Mike Lawson gorgeous IRL like he is <laughs> he is beautiful but like you would never get that from the pictures because he makes like stupid faces Silly, in all his yeah. pictures you know. So I was like, oh, my God. Well, first of all, and I knew this. I knew how tall he was. He had told me. But it because when you see his pictures of just his face or anything like that, he doesn't look like someone who's six foot one. Okay. But then you see me like, oh, look, there's a six foot one man, you know. Uh, and so he gets in the car. And then I'm just super – I won't even look at him. Like I'm looking Wait, straight ahead. six foot one? Yes, exactly. You've seen his <laughs> pictures, right? You don't think he'd be six foot one. He's six one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he, um, he gets in the car and he's talking and it's just super awkward at first. And we're, we're coming we knew it'd be awkward. So we'd already worked through that. And he's of course observing everything that I do. And I guess when I'm awkward, I use my hands a lot when I'm talking. Yeah. So then we drive and actually the first day I'm, I'm just picking him up from the airport and taking him to his friend's house. Okay. Okay. And and are you like. Are you like cute Uber driver talking to a cute Uber driver, Joe, where you're like, so tell me, like, are you personality? Or are you quiet? What do you No, I'm person. Yeah, no, I go into immediate show batans mode. Yeah. Okay. Show batans. Yeah. 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 So because I don't know what to do. So what's funny is I'm supposed to take him to UCLA where he's going to be spending the day and night there uh, with his friend who goes to UCLA. Okay? okay. And she's following him. I'm finding my friends. Okay. Now, he tells me when we get in the car, he's like, oh, we actually have more time together because she's in class. I think I picked him up at, like, 9.45. And, he, like, in other words, he was out on the step at 9.45. And um, he goes, we have till like, 11.30 because she has class or something, right? I'm like, oh, okay. So then we're driving there, and um, he gets a text message saying, oh, she didn't go to class, so just go now. She wants to see him now. Okay. As he gets a text message, I remember, like, oh, my God, just down the street from UCLA is the house that they use for the exterior of the Golden Girls. Okay? So, I go, I tell him, I go, you're gonna, I mean, we're going to take a weird detour first. And I go, and I, didn't, I surprise him. And I drive him to the Golden Girls house. He's totally shook. Like, he loves the Golden Girls, okay? And he's like, oh, yeah. my God. And he took a picture in front of the Golden Girls house. Whole thing, right? Yeah. The girl, the friend is freaking out because she just sees him going another direction. She's like, oh, my God, turn around. She thinks he's being, like, kidnapped, okay? So, then I take him to UCLA. I drop him off. End of my interaction with Aiden for that day. Yeah. I pick him up the next day. Okay. This is Saturday morning. Now, my job is to Uber him from there to Pitzer College in Claremont. Okay. Okay. Did he bring like a booster seat to sit in? He brought a booster seat. And then he one? also brought like a Nintendo Switch so he can play so he's not too bored <laughs> on their long drive. And you have Cheerios for him. Yeah. And I put him in the back seat. Yeah. And those little cups <laughs> that can't spill. You know, I have uh-huh. that and like a, like a, like a juice. Anyway, cool. so we get in the car and he goes, oh, I've told my friend in Claremont that I have, I'm not going to be there till one. And I think I picked him up at like 10. 
He goes, okay. So we have time to hang out. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll show you West Hollywood and stuff like that. So we go to West Hollywood. We walk up and down Santa Monica Boulevard. I show him Mickey's and Ray. He wanted to see what West Hollywood was like, right? And then we went to Salt and Straw, the, my favorite ice cream place. Yeah. And he was disgusted by all the flavors, okay? <laughs> and then he goes, he wanted to see the Abbey. So we went to the Abbey, walked to the Abbey. And we walk around the Abbey. He's like, oh, cute. Okay. And so then we leave. And as we're walking, Abbey, Abbey's almost empty. So everyone's going to notice us because it's nearly empty. Mm-hmm. We leave. We walk around. We walk out. And then as soon as we walk out, he's like, oh, my God. I have a bloody nose. And I look and there's like blood coming down his face. Right? Yeah. So I go, Did oh. Did you do coke in the bathroom? <laughs> no, we never went to the bathroom. Right? Okay. So then we turn around and I go, just go to the bathroom and, you know, take care of business, you know, the, the bloody yeah. nose. But I was sitting there, everyone was looking at me, and I think they thought I'd just beat the shit out of him or slap them when we walked out of the Abbey. No, I don't, I think you're jumping to that conclusion. They maybe are, like, looking at you to see if, like, wait, is this guy, like, in rage? Or, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they're test, They're just trying to feel out what just happened. Yeah, so I ordered a drink and just sat there while he took care of the bloody nose. Yeah. We leave Can from I have the- one Bloody Mary, please? <laughs> I, Mike Lawson, that's what I ordered. Is that what you got? Yeah. I got a Bloody Mary. Can I have I, a Bloody Mary and yeah. then tell me when the Bloody Mary's out of the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> one Bloody Mary for a Bloody Mary, please. So then uh, that actually took a while. So, like, we didn't even leave West Hollywood till like, 1. Okay? Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then we drive. I drive him to Claremont. I drop him off. Okay. Now, the next day, I'm picking them up to go to Disneyland with John Paul's going to get us into Disneyland and hang out with us. Okay. The, supposedly yeah. the Johns, but Evil John had a doll show to go to, so he didn't show up. Okay. Bummer. Okay. So I'm on my way to pick him up in Claremont in the morning. Oh my God, this story. I hate this story so much. Right. Now, I had made it clear. This has happened when I picked him up it's on Saturday. This had happened where he was like, my friend wants to come down and walk me out to the car. Right. Okay. And I said, I don't want to meet anybody. I don't need this. Right. Yeah. Not meeting people. And he was like, okay, I'll, I'll shake her and get rid of her, which he did. Okay. Okay. On my way to Claremont, I get a text message and he's like, uh, Michael is his friend. He's like, Michael's insisting that he walk me out. And I was like, no. Right. And he's like, Wait, well, why he, are you so adamant about oh, because the no-go. I know they're gonna go. Oh my god, look at he's with this old fat Mexican man. Like, ugh, right? You know, I just don't. I just don't. It, let me put. It, okay, I'm gonna tell a quick story out of order right now, just to tell you what it is. When we get to Disneyland, right? I tell John Paul, you know, John Paul's gonna meet Aiden for the first time, and John Paul knows everything about Aiden. But it's like one of these things that when John Paul actually sees Aiden for the first time. His eyes like just look him over and get really big when he realizes how young he looks. Okay. Yeah. And I just didn't want that the opposite side with the old people thing, right? Whereas like yeah. the guy's just gonna be like, what? You know? Yeah. So I So was... Aiden should have to sit through it, but you shouldn't. Got exactly. It. Exactly. Well, that's the point is because everyone thinks that when I tell this story that Aiden doesn't want to introduce No, he does. I'm the one that stops it. So um I so I'm actually so then I go, you know what? Fuck it. And as I'm writing to him that go ahead, just get fine, right? I, like I see I hit San at the same time I get I just told him you're my Uber driver that you sent for an Uber. <gasps> yeah. 
So I'm like, ugh. So Mike Lawson, I show up and I had to pretend to be the Uber driver. Ew, Joe, that's so gross. I know. I wanted to call you. I called Lori. I know. I know. Here's what's even, but Aiden, Aiden fucked me over, right? Because. Because he made that, he said that. Well, no. First of all, he gets in the car and I bought him a donut. And there's a donut in the front seat. Okay. What Uber driver brings you yeah. a donut? Yeah. Right? And then he gets in the front seat, which right. is sort of bizarre nowadays, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then he gave me a kiss. <laughs> All I could think of when, when this happened was his friend thinking, remember in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when the when the principal walks, or the, the dean walks um, Sloan out to the car and Ferris is waiting there, and then they kiss with the car, and he goes, so that's how it is in that family. That's all I was thinking that Michael was probably thinking when, when we drove away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's go to Disneyland. So we go to Disneyland. Like I said, John Paul meets him, and his eyes get, like, super big when he sees <laughs> Aiden. Yeah. Well, first of all, I told And Aiden, then you're like, no, John, John Paul, you don't get it. He, I just picked him up in an Uber. Yeah, the no, John Paul. He, he, John John Paul. He's six one. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> he's not that young. He's six foot one. So, um, so I had told Aiden, listen, I go, can you try and like, and I said it in a very nice way. Can we try and like mature it up, almost the way you would tell like a super gay guy to bit butch it up for your parents? You know, can you kind of mature it up? He's like, yeah, no problem. Right now, he's Dude, never. You said this in a very nice way. In God, a very nice what way. an awful day so far. No, it's a great day. So, <laughs> here's what's funny: is Aiden has never been to a theme park in his life. Okay, like I'm talking like forget Disney. He's never been to Magic Mountain, never or any wow, Six Flags, yeah. never Six, no Six Flags, nothing. What a what a perfect time to be immature then. Like that's the Mike time Lawson. that he should just be childish and, and like have fun. Mike Lawson. I mean, in a weird kind of way, for, this is the I- ideal situation when you take someone to Disneyland. We walk, we walk through under the train thing. You know that basically yeah. is meant for that. And he. <laughs> so now John Paul's just met him, right? And we, and when you walk through, yeah, it's kind of pretty with the flowers and the train. But then you, wa- everyone should know if you've been. There's two tunnels on either side of the entrance, and that they take you right into the park. And when you walk through the tunnel, and it's meant for this, it basically opens up like a movie into this other world. And that's, yeah. that's sort. Of, it's designed to be like that. It's and designed then from to this transport. Point on, you. you are in Disneyland. Yeah, and you're not going to see anything outside yeah. of it either. Exactly. When you walk through that portal, I think it even says that, like at the above, like walk through these gates, walk through this, whatever. Right. I'm sure Taylor will call me with the exact recitation of what it is. So, John, the three but of it's us. And, hard to read it backwards when he's looking at it in the mirror from his <laughs> chest tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> No, he and Babalu get up and salute the Disney flag and recite it every day. And they salute. Anyway, um, you know, from the ticket thing to the gate to that tunnel, Aiden's doing fine. You know, he's like, hello, yeah. John Paul, I'm an old person. Yeah. Yeah. How's your 401k doing, <laughs> sir? <laughs> so, Mike Lawson, <laughs> we walk through that tunnel. It's like we're having a normal conversation. And we're like, oh, yeah, huh? very good uh, impeachment hearing. And then we walk through the tunnel, and it's like Aiden becomes seven oh years old. So he ages yeah. three years all of a sudden. 
and his yeah. eyes get super big. He's like, oh my god! And he's like skipping around and so excited and like just like oh my god I can't, I just, and just like sensory overload immediately you know which Good. is very cute when it's you know when you're yeah. doing it that's, that's what the, that's the, that's the re, it's the reaction you want you know yeah but, and like almost yeah. you're jealous of because god wasn't it cool when disneyland made you feel that way yeah exactly you know what i mean like it still kind of gives it but you're always sort of chasing the high yeah and John Paul, when he's like running around going, oh my God, there's Goofy. Yeah. John Paul just looks at me like. <laughs> Should we rent a stroller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so John Paul hangs out with us for a bit. And then we do the park. Um, Really not too many stories from the park. I mean, it was a very fun Disneyland trip. He loved Fantasmic. He loved um, his favorite ride, by the way. Can you guess what his favorite ride was? Well, Nobody since can. you're asking, it's going to be something weird. Yeah, it is I, something, it's something unusual, yeah. You tell me then. Splash Mountain. Oh. Like, did he like the thrill of it? No, he liked the animatronic birds. So which so I took him to the tiki room afterwards, which he loved as well. Cool, you know. Again, to you and I, it's like to you and me, that's ugh, right. But he's like, oh my god, when, when does he see animatronic birds? You know, yeah. yeah. So, um, I want to go. I want to go soon. Yeah, it won't happen for like another five years. But <laughs> oh wait, Lauren Eckert, maybe it's an age thing. Lauren Eckert in the chat room says that's her uh, favorite ride as well. She's his age. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, um, we see that he loves that he loves Fantasmic, loves Splash Mountain, right? Then we go to okay. So then we were holding hands when appropriate. Okay. Now my hesitation with holding hands again is not oh because of gayness it has to do with like people going like what why is this? Now I know it's a me thing, whatever. Okay. Yeah. We go to the hotel. Very sweet, you know. We're at the hotel and it's a very nice time. Okay. I, but I didn't stay there. I went home. Okay? And uh, I let him rest and stuff like that. Mike Lawson, this is different between, and this is just going to show the age difference. Okay? I had been at Disneyland for 12 hours. Okay? Yeah. My entire body hurt. Okay. My entire body was racked with pain. And I would, because I know Aiden the night before was like, oh, I'm so tired. So I was thinking, he, no, he was completely fine the next day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He could have went out after, maybe. Yeah. So the next day he wanted to go to the... He had gone to the beach with his UCLA friend. And he had never... I guess they don't have beaches like that in Seattle. So he wanted to go to the beach. So we went to Laguna, uh, where where I found out he tried to hold my hand. And I just kind of like pulled it away. And I I heard that. I feel that hurt his feelings. And I feel I was told. It hurt his his feelings when I did that. Hmm. And that's where we took the picture. The picture I sent you was that I was taken in Laguna. And then... um, we took I was then it was time to take him to the airport and on the way to the airport I realized he had never had tacos. Well there's actually one of the most famous taco places in LA, Marisco's Jalisco. Wait, he's never had a taco? No, he had tacos before. I just hadn't taken oh. him to one in LA. So oh, okay. I decided they have like an outlet on the way to the Ontario airport. So we stopped uh and we got a taco. Now his whole thing was that he can do spicy food, okay? So he put salsa on his, I put salsa on mine. All I said later was that my lips were burning, 
okay? And he was like, oh, oh, you can't handle hot spicy food. I'm totally fine. So then we go to the airport. Now, now, Mike, we're in Ontario. You know Ontario, right? We get out of the car, and I, he goes to get his bag. I'm dropping him off at the terminal. He gets his bag, and I'm thinking, okay, hug. Maybe a kiss on the cheek, right? Yeah. Mike, he fucking full-on plants one on me in public at the Ontario airport. And I don't then, think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, people are saying goodbye at airports. It's not like, I don't know, it's not a Denny's. Do you know what I mean? Like, people do know, like, mm-hmm. this is a moment for people. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's very appropriate, the place. I don't know. Maybe it's my own, it's my own thing. Because then, so then I'm standing there shocked, and then yeah. he came in and gave me another one. He didn't give you a hand job, right? No. You're good. I think you're good. Like full on movie planting, like grabbing my head and planting one on me at Ontario Airport. Everyone's been like, "Wow, that Uber driver. He's the world's <laughs> luckiest Uber driver." And then he just marches on into the airport. Do you think if I become an Uber driver and hand out donuts, I'll get that kind of <laughs> action? Yeah, best tip ever. So that was the trip. It was a very, very yeah. nice trip. Uh, you know, 10 out of 10 would do it again. And uh, yeah, and uh, we look forward to seeing him in the future. Are there plans to do it again or not yet? Yes, there are plans to do it over Valentine's weekend in New York City. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Good. That's coming up. Sure is. You're gonna have to start planning soon. Gotta start planning um, soon. I'm. I wanted to tell you. What's interesting is I have two date stories to tell oh, you. Oh, look at you! In a normal, on a normal catching up, I would not. I feel like they're both too early, but we're behind a paywall, so I know neither of these guys are gonna listen. Mm-hmm. And so I went on a date with um this dude who I met on Tinder. And but I brought him to uh, one of my coworkers is in a band. I think I've told you about it before. Mm-hmm. It's like a Afro Cuban rock band, mm-hmm. and they're they're good. Um, they're just, you know they're good. It's just like a good little band. Like I don't think they're gonna sell a million records or anything, but yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. And she was playing uh, a gig in Berkeley, kind of okay. near this guy's house, and. All right. um, We'd already we've done dinner once, had drinks once, so this was kind of like the third time we were hanging out. But like, whatever. is this the one who's a therapist? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I was like, hey, why don't we go to this thing? It's near your house. Perfect. Whatever. So I get there a little bit earlier than he does, mm-hmm. and first of all, the the venue is bring your own beer. What? Is that weird? There's no bar in it. It's just a place where you watch a show. Like okay. a, a band. Bands play. Mm-hmm. So I, I text him this and I was like, let's meet at the 7-Eleven around the corner. We could pick stuff out and then walk over. Mm-hmm. But as I'm like walking away, my f- friend from work who's in the band, she was like, hey, there's like nobody inside. And oh the owner just told me that if people don't show up, they're going to just shut it down for the night. <gasps> Yeah, so I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Like, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. So we, we actually get the beer. We walk back. And by the time we get back, there's like two other couples. So two, four, and then me and him. So six people in the mm-hmm. joint. Yeah. And it's dark. And it's weird because no one else is drinking. And then we brought in 
booze. Mm-hmm. The vibe was just really weird, Joey. And then mm-hmm. uh, she has this piano player who's kind of like new, mm-hmm. um, but he also does beatboxing stuff. Okay. And I wish you could see him. He kind of it was. There has to be some sort of like SNL character or something, but I can't think of who. He sort of his. Imagine like a young Martin Short. Okay. And he wore a like a jacket that was a sequins jacket. Mm-hmm. And kind of like pretty skin tight black pants. Oh wait, okay. Now you have my attention. Go on. N- it wasn't hot though. Um, and his hair was very like well, very thin but mm-hmm. long. Okay. And um, like air dried and like wispy all over the place. Mm-hmm. It he was such an interesting man. Um, but then he uh was like mad about. Like the volume of like certain oh, stuff uh-huh. when they were setting up, mm-hmm. Joey. Literally every song, he was like p- cupping his hand over his eyes so he could like see the sound technician and like telling him like, "Turn this up. This needs to go up." This. Oh my like, god! Mad about it too. About the six people there. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, Joey, he got off the stage. Walked back to the sound technician to talk to him. Oh my god! If I was sound technician, like, dude, there's six people here. Yeah, <laughs> they could hear it. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of a weird, interesting night. Uh, but I also there was one other. This isn't a date thing though. Um, tell me if this is bizarre. I don't feel threatened in any way. By the way, I'm not telling some story of like getting stalked. But mm-hmm. I there's a man who. So I see the same people on BART every morning, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this one gay dude who I have seen him tagged in photos with, like, some of the gay bar friends that I have. Mm-hmm. So I know he's, like, in that crowd, but I don't know him, okay? Mm-hmm. And I see him on BART three to five days a week. Like, yeah. we're, we have the same commute. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I catch a earlier train or a later train, I might miss him and vice versa. But for the most part, we're on that same train. We see each other. And then out of the, we never talk to each other. We don't even, I don't smile at him. Like, you know what I mean? If we make yeah. eye contact or something, maybe, but mm-hmm. no interaction. Mm-hmm. Friend oh, requested you, me on. Before you say anything. Yeah. I'm very curious about this because I, just, first of all, this never happens to me. But also, I, okay. Okay. I think it is. Okay. Yeah. You have to wait till my second story then because it starts in kind of a, same, a similar way. But anyway, um, so I'm sitting at work and I get a friend request on Facebook and it's from that guy who I saw in the bar that morning and he didn't talk to me. How did he know how to find you? I don't know. Like never gave a, like we've no interaction. No, no words have been spoken to one another. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of weird? We do have 11 mutual friends, by the way. So but like, still he would need to know. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, maybe I could have come up as a, suggested because we have so many mutual friends maybe hmm. okay I, it just feels a little bit are you attracted right? to him no no oh, no okay no right. <laughs> um those are t- some of my personal stories i have one more that i want to tell you because it involves a date i'm going on tonight but oh, uh, do you have any other do you have news stories what are we doing well i'm thinking that we're running long that we might as well just skip the news do you well do you i don't any- have any news oh okay stories. so like i was gonna all i'm gonna be like hey did you see that shooting 
Yeah, <laughs> I did. But the only thing uh, about the shooting, and prayers. yeah, the only thing about the shooting is this: is it really sad that I'm like, oh, only two dead? Oh, thank God. Like, oh, I'm you're only, like happy though. Yeah, I'm like only, only two, two yeah, dead. Yeah. And it's so fucking horrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so I'm gonna tell another story then. But I'm gonna, you know what? I just I need to have the news. Even when we're not doing the news, I just need to do it. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Oh, that's right, Mike Lawson, but we're not doing the news. Let's do a sting into the next part. Okay. Anyway, I just need to have some sort of audio transition instead of me going like, all right, well, let me have another story, Mike Lawson. So, um... Okay. You really are just like turning more and more into Daniel Brewer every day. <laughs> you know, by the way, down the re- most recent um, episode of Drag Race UK, I got, um, I forgot that this is behind a paywall. Thank you for telling me this. Because I was going to make a Daniel Brewer joke earlier. And I was like, oh, I can't. He might hear. I'm like, wait a minute. Daniel Brewer openly says, I will never sign up for Patreon. So like, he's Here never going to hear this. Um. Yeah, but I can't remember what you were talking about. Oh, I know what it was. I was talking about Aiden. I go, it's. I was thinking, it's nice to take somebody who doesn't t- bitch about how small the castle is. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, which I know Taylor says he won't do it, but I think he still will do it when he goes. Or he'll do it privately to Taffy. Like, oh, I didn't say anything to Joe, but God, that castle's so much smaller. No, I think what he'll do is like, what might be... He, we would take his backhanded. Like he'll be like, "Oh, it is." See the original idea that inspired the others, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he'll give it credit, but yeah, it, there'll be some sort of weird. Could, yeah, you're right. Like some sort of shade. There'll be a lot of shade about how much better Disney World is. I know, I know. You know, Aiden. I told you everything Aiden did in L.A., and I got this speech um, when I took him to the airport about how. Seattle so much better than LA. I'm like, you didn't even go. I, I drew a map of where he went in LA, and Mike, it was like literally the perimeter of LA. If you think about it, like he just went, you know, from UCLA, like the airport, from the 405 to UCLA, up the 10 to Claremont, through the 57 to Disneyland, and then back to Ontario. Like he never went into LA. Anyway, well, you guys went to West Hollywood a little. Yeah. Oh well for 15 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, I get this text message uh, earlier in the week from friend of the show, Patrick Keene. Okay? Comedian Patrick Keene. And he tells me and my friend Melissa McQueen how our friend Henry Phillips is having a birthday party. But Henry Phillips, who I'm friendly with, right? Comedian Henry Phillips. But he's like a friend of a friend, really. He's friends with Melissa and Pat, and I'm just friends with him. Does that make sense? But, like, I do know him. It's his birthday. And I didn't want to go. I really didn't. But I just feel like every time Pat invites me somewhere, I never go. So I just felt like, ugh, I just better go to this one. I feel like I'm always getting invited. I never go. So I'm sure you felt this. The day comes, and I don't know what happens. It's it's Drag Race UK day, right? And I finished Drag Race UK, and I'm just spent. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. The last place I want to go is this fucking party, okay? 
But I'm like, ah, oh, just fucking buckle up and do it, Joe, right? Yeah. So I drive. And then everyone should know, I actually live in the suburbs of L.A. Spoiler alert, you know? So I drive about an hour to get in. And I remember, but I did live in L.A., that I kind of like, and give me one people, I just like the suburbs more. Like, I was in L.A. and I remembered all the anger and like people are just mean. They're just driving around and there's mean. They're honking their horns. You know, I'm trying to find. There's, but, but first of all, another thing is this bar has no parking lot. There's no part. It's over by the um, museum, the, uh, the L.A. County Museum of Art by LACMA. There's no fucking parking anywhere by this bar. Okay. Nothing. None. Okay. I can't find parking. Mike, I had to park super far away and take an Uber to the bar. Right. <laughs> but at a certain point, yeah. I would, and maybe I, it's I think. It's so you, LA though. I know. <laughs> you would have probably done the same thing. I did text. Melissa was right there. I said, I'm tempted to just go home. Leave. Yeah. Even yeah. though I drove all the way out here. The thought of just, I just can go. She's like, no, please, please don't, right? I'm, by the way, I have that feeling literally every morning because I, you get, I get off the train. I'm at work and across the platform, it's like, this train will take you home in two minutes. And I was like, oh, I could just go back home right now. I know. I know. So I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I'm glad I didn't, but I take an Uber there, right? And I, on the way over there, I was talking to Lori Roggenkamp, and she goes, oh, where are you going? I go, oh, you know Henry Phillips? And she goes, I think I know the name. I have to see his face, right? And I go, oh, okay. And then we keep talking about it. I'm talking about it. I don't want to go to this party. And she's like, well, who's going to be there? I go, oh, you know how he's in that, like, cool L.A. comic scene where all the cool L.A. comics will be there. And I'm just going to feel super awkward, right? And then she goes, oh, well, I guess I know why I wasn't invited then. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt super awkward. <laughs> By the way, I was not invited. I was second layer invited. You were right? indirectly invited. Yeah, I was in de- indirect. I was not. Well, it's a surprise party for him, right? It's a yeah. surprise party. But I get there, and it's like a big deal. And like, I have to have a wristband because, do you know who Mike judges? Uh, yeah. He bought the bar out for Henry. And so, yeah. and by the way, I ate dinner before. I'm like, oh, I better eat dinner. I don't want to eat in L.A. It was like one of those bar restaurants. Everything, everything was on Mike Judge. I could have oh, gotten, no. a, I could have gotten a whole meal. Uh, I was, and I was so full by that point. I just had a beer. It was free. It was free, free beer. No, I just, I wanted a beer. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm a one or two beer guy. I'm not really like a big like throw them back kind of guy. Right. So, um, and it was a totally open bar. I could have had like expensive Mick. No, I just, you know, um, they, I do, I will say. I was very excited. They had a candy bar, and you could get bags and make candy. But That's why Lori wasn't invited. <laughs> it's true. She would have. She would have taken all of them in. Like what? It's free. It's free. <laughs> they don't want people to take it. They shouldn't put it out there. And you're like, well, you doesn't mean to take all the candy, Lori. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I, I was there, and it just felt super awkward. But oh, I love it behind a paywall. Okay. Literally, Mike Lawson, because the guy who threw the party, a uh, different party, five years ago, it turned out it was five years ago, it's going to be five years, this guy we know named Mike O'Connell threw a party called the Sadness Party. Do you remember this? Yeah, you talked about it on the show. Yeah. Five years ago, he threw it. 
when I was there, Melissa and I hung out with some woman named, um, oh shit, I always forget her name. I don't know her name. Okay. Okay. She messages me all the time on Facebook how this was like a Cecily. Her name's Cecily. This was like a life-changing event for her. She needs to hang out with me and Lori again. And <laughs> not only me and Lori, me and Melissa again. Mike, I've been avoiding her. Right? Yeah, she's there. I turned out she's Mike's girlfriend. Oh. So she's there, and Lori, Melissa's like, oh, oh, Cecily's here. So now Cecily pins me and Melissa down. We have to hang out with her next Sunday. Okay? I yeah, tried saying, like, oh, you hung out with us again. And she was like, no, 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 this doesn't count. Cancel. And, yeah, and to the point where before I saw Cecily, Mike came up to me he's like, uh, Mr. Bethance, I'm glad you're here because Cecily's been asking for you. She's obsessed with you. That's how he talks. And I was like, um, oh, he goes like, yeah, she won't stop talking. But I thought he was just being nice, right? As Cecily's talking to me about who knows what, she doesn't have a car anymore or something. She's looking at Mike and pointing at me like, yes, I get to. Mike, listen, I told Melissa later, I go, I don't even remember her being there. <laughs> right? I just know she was a I, producer on Cupcake Wars. So he, well, that actually leads to a question I have then. Yeah. And I I mean, we're behind a paywall, so yeah. only a few people will hear how awful a human being I am because yeah. this is where my brain goes. Mm-hmm. Like, is there something you can get out of this? Like, is there well, that's the a thing professional is, hookup? Yeah, Could you that's the thing. nurture yes. a kind of fake friendship in the efforts to... Look, be, if I'm being honest with you, that's one of the reasons why I went, okay, was I knew, you know, Henry's very well connected, and sure enough, there were a lot of people there that I wanted to talk to networking-wise. Like, in fact, I didn't tell Aiden part two. I hope Aiden doesn't listen to this. Oh, he can't. It's behind a paywall. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> He asked how the party was, and I said, oh, I showed Craig Robinson your picture, right? But um, it was because Craig Robinson was in the group of people I was talking to, and um, I showed them the picture, and all they did was make fun of how young he was and how old-looking I was. And it was like a big joke, right? Yeah. And that, for, believe it or not, that would get Aiden really mad. So... Um, uh, but yeah, the Craig Robinson. There's, then there's this woman named Sharon Houston, who she had a podcast with uh, drag legend Jackie Beat, and then Jackie Beat started talking shit on her on Reddit and stuff like that. So I wanted to get the, all the tea there. And Jackie's told Jackie, I mean, I'm sorry, Sharon told me all this tea that she has, and she's gonna come on the um, afterthought and tell me when it's ready to be told. But I, I'm not, I'm not sworn. I can't tell anybody what it is. Let me tell you this, everyone who's thinking of. I know what the team it's not that good. So, um, it's very whatever. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, I got to make a lot of professional connections. It's just good. It, here's what I will say that's weird. Okay. And I've always thought this with comedy. It, it, what I hate comedy so much, but one of the things I love is everybody there is like my age or older. You know, so all these guys are like early 40s to mid, early 50s. Okay. Mm hmm. But they're still living life like a younger person. Where the, like it didn't feel like, oh, we're all these old people. It like it felt like we were just older, but like in our twenties, you know, at a bar, hanging out. Oh, blah, 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 that same kind of energy. It's that same. You do have that same energy. Yes, none of them can afford. You know, none of them have any kind of retirement. 
you know, or medical insurance, or and they're always one paycheck away from, uh, like for instance, Henry. I remember I had to give him a ride to places because he couldn't afford to get places, you know. Yeah, and I think it's still the case, but. Um, yeah, it's one of the reasons why I left comedy. Some of these people are some of the funniest people I've ever met, even on stage. And but unless you have a TV show, you're broke, you know. Yeah. So um, it was a good time. Oh, so anyway, so finally, Melissa's like, "Let's go." We had agreed to leave together, right? And she goes, "Walk me to my car, and then I'll drive you to my car to your car." I'm like, "Okay." Mike Lawson, we walked for so long. You could have walked to your car. I was one block away from my car. <laughs> Good. You walked to your car. Then. I walked to my car. So, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, that's that's the that was my Thursday night. I'm glad you went. Why did you play the the show theme song though? Did you see any theater? No, I just wanted to do some sort of like. Oh. Uh, even though I did see theater with John Paul recently, what did he and I go see? Musical segue. I saw Hamilton on Wednesday. But you've seen it before, though. Yeah, it was my third time seeing it. Okay. It's- Go good. Ahead. I saw it from a really good perspective. Oh, which like, is what? Oh, I was front row. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I just it's a long story, and since we're behind a paywall, I can kind of say like I was supposed like there were tickets that I like had to kind of solve problems, and mm-hmm. stuff fell through, and so the tickets were unused, and I had a I had an open night, so I went and saw it. <laughs> um, I I've only seen it once. Okay. Yeah. And it was also when I saw it, like, at the end, but at the end of the Great Depression of 2018. So I was was better, but I was still, like, in an anxious kind of state. But I remember enjoying the first act, Mm. but detesting the second act. Oh, and I love the second act so much better than the first. That's why I'm saying that a a second viewing might, I don't know. Um, Maybe because, you know what it is, though? I think because of the way the soundtrack is, I think I know the the first act so much more musically. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the first act has the heavier, the memorable, like my shot, mm-hmm. the opening number. Yeah. The yeah. what's the one about the girls, the sisters? Work. Yeah, yeah. The Skylar sister. Yeah. Their song, all of that is. You're right. Even the Thomas like Jefferson the, is a highlight of the second act. The second act. Yeah. So say it again. I said Thomas Jefferson is a highlight of the second act. Oh yeah, there's the, and what's interesting? Well, with something that goes this fast, like of, every, on every listening, I get something new out of it. But also, like there's a quid pro quo line in it. Madison and Jefferson are talking, and they talk about how the qui- a quid pro quo basically that would be bribery, mm-hmm. and like the crowd reacted, and I'm like, oh shit, like I don't know, just hella relevant, and I didn't kind of understand. You know what I mean? I didn't, yeah. wouldn't have thought of it. Unless I went and saw it on Wednesday, so. What's funny is, I remember afterwards I was talking to a friend who knows theater. And um, I said, oh, I saw Hamilton. And then he said, and I, it, would, it was a great description. I don't know if he read it somewhere. What He said, like, oh, it's kind of like uh, drinking water from a fire hose, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's a really good one. Because it's just so much thrown at you. Especially if, you're right. not, if you don't have the, the soundtrack memorized. It's hard to. Yes know what's going on a hundred percent and even like i don't know the history that well i just feel like it there's like stuff that's sort of like 
mentioned so briefly that if you didn't pick it up in the wrap, then you, I wouldn't have known. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's a lot, but it's good. And it's also like, um, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting onto a nerd thing, a musical nerd thing. I, I like it a lot. Um, and I'm glad I have gotten the opportunity to see it a few times, like while it's still in, it's kind of like prime and mm-hmm. it's kind of losing it. But like, I don't know. It's like when people say you should see this on the big screen. Like we got to see it before there's the PBS version and the movie version. Yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're seeing the actual, the actual show. You know what's so funny the, is, did you know Adam Burns just saw it? No. Yeah, in, yeah. in Arkansas? In Arkansas, he left a review. The tour. He called me with a review. I have it right here. Did he? I love black people. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Adam Burns for that review of <laughs> Hamilton. Joe, real quick, I want to tell you, I'm going on a date tonight, mm-hmm. and it might be a pity date. I'm not <gasps> sure. What happened with I'm the not, guy? I'm wait, the... wait, wait, wait. What happened with the guy with the dirty apartment? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we just slept together a couple. Oh, you times did. Oh, you it, did. And then it... Oh yeah, Joey. The the dirty apartment. I was waiting for him because we were going to sleep together. Yeah, but okay. All right, go ahead. And so, okay, Joe, the um, oh, so I might have a pity date tonight, and I'm the one being pitied. By the <gasps> oh. way, oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's this dude who I see. Um, also, I have a bone to pick thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There's a dude that I see very frequently at the gym, mm-hmm. but not not just the gym we like our bubbles are like the very similar bubbles Mm -hmm. so he works like within a block for me we go to the same gym and then he lives like within a probably two miles from me Mm -hmm. so like our you know train rides and all like i've seen him all over and he in my opinion he's like out of my league handsome he's like very handsome Mm -hmm. um he and I just see him all the time. We never, like, in the beginning would just kind of, like, acknowledge, like, oh, shit, there's that guy again. Yeah. And it, so then it became where we would kind of talk. We would say hi. We would talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen you in a while. I know he's a lawyer. Like, we've had, like, very small talk conversations, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and I also know he's gay because he once – we were talking about podcasts, and he told me his ex-boyfriend used to listen to – like a BBC Global News podcast every morning. Yeah. And it, it because, like, it was, it for a while it was triggering or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it came up in small talk, okay? okay? So I'm like, ding. He mentioned ex-boyfriend, like, he is gay, right? hmm So my schedule changed not too long ago, which you're aware of. Yeah. But that also then made me not run into him as frequently. Because mm-hmm. we were kind of running into each other because our schedules were kind of similar. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen him. So I went to the gym as he was going out the other day. And I don't know. I just ballsed up. And I asked him if we could have drinks together. <gasps> I know. And so we're having. Wait, can you, are you yes. able to send me a picture? Yes, I do. I, unfortunately, it's not a good one because it's only the like the one that he has on his like Apple contact. You know how they do that now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, By the way, while that. you're looking that up, whatever happened with um, God? How do I ask this question? Because this is actually one where a paywall might not matter. Remember, there was a person that you were talking to, friend who, of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. 
and you guys had like a very friendly text message chain. Yeah, him and I, we still talk. Like we'll send. It's not sexy anymore. Oh, okay. I think part of it. Oh, well, since we're behind a paywall, I, mm-hmm. I don't think he no, pay he, for this. Oh, he doesn't pay for this? I doubt it. Oh, okay. Um, the, oh, this is shady. The sex kind of like flirtatious talk started when Steve and I were still together. Mm-hmm. Like we would message, and it was innocent, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we did that when Steve and I were still together. So I think that was kind of the appeal of it. But then like, I can have that same relationship with someone who will suck my dick mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean like why would i have this text relationship with somebody when i can have yeah a real kind of like something mm-hmm. tell <laughs> so. me about it now by the way everyone you know mike lawson has sent me the picture i want to say this it's not a good one i want to say this. Okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad we're behind a paywall he's not a bad looking guy right yeah but I'm going to say, this is weird. I'm, like, I'm glad we're behind a paywall. I think you're better looking than this guy. I don't see why you think you're, I don't know why you're putting yourself down. Yeah, I, I, you're, whatever. Okay. But this, A, this is not a great picture. It's the one that he selected for his dumb contact. And it's not, I think, representative of him. I feel he has like glasses. He's just much more handsome than this, <laughs> a. But b, I just feel, I don't know. I the there was nothing leading up to the date that was like, oh, this guy's like romantically interested in me. Mm-hmm. Other than he is like, oh, good to see you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My barista says the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But it shows I, you there's a, there's a, and people told me this there's a lid for every pot. I still to this day do not understand why Aiden finds me so attractive, but he does. So there's a lid to every pot. Yeah, I feel I'm just on this like dating thing. There's another dude I'm seeing too. There's oh my God. so I have like I have like three balls in the air if you count this one I'm going to tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just more efficient. You're like, let me iron that one shirt and I'll wear it. To- all three dates. I don't know. You have to have a conversation with a friend of the show, Adam Vaughn. Going in and out of it. I feel like Adam Vaughn's doing the same thing as Wait, you. Must be a bear, huh? Oh yeah, it's efficient. I think it's really. I think it's smart and efficient. Hmm. I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Carlo, is coming to town, and we're going to be going to San Francisco. Now, I know how to show him around L.A., but yeah. um. Where was where should I take him? We're gonna be we're gonna basically meet up Saturday. He has to go to a wedding in Sacramento, so I'm not gonna be with him. We're gonna meet okay. up Saturday midday and probably leave Monday morning from San Francisco. Will you have a car here? Yes, I'll be driving to I'll be driving to the Bay Area. Okay, yeah. There there's a Google there. Well, there's a blog that I'll send you. Mm-hmm. I have to find it, but it's uh this man put in like um addresses there's like probably 15 addresses Mm -hmm. and you put them into your google maps and you go down the list and the 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 link i'll send you you can actually just click them and open in google maps okay and it takes you on a driving tour of san francisco and it takes you on all so you see all the spots and the way they put it into the google maps it's not like oh click here to just go to the official address like he puts it in 
So it's like if you put in this address, you won't stop there, but it'll take you on the scenic route around the certain buildings oh, or whatever. What so it's like yeah. a real convenient mm-hmm. way to get to all the spots. Mm-hmm. When my family was here, I mean, we saw every spot in San Francisco before lunch. Mm-hmm. Like we went out in the morning and ju- you just hit it all real fast. And then okay. you could decide like if you want to stop and see a place or mm-hmm. not, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll relent it. Thank you. Because I'm like, besides eating tacos in the Mission District and going to the Full House house, which I'm not even sure he's aware of Full House. And Adam Vaughn told me about this <laughs> overlooking part of the, San Fran- of, the, of the Golden Gate Bridge where you can drive up this hill to the top of this overlook point or something. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, nice. what else? Do- I, mean, I obviously will go to the Castro. Scott Robert in the, ch- in the chat room says we should do day drinking and brunch in the Castro. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll do that. And... Blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what to do. Depending on the date, there might be, like, a sing-along at the Castro Theater. You could do uh, gay karaoke at Martuni's on Market. We could, if, and can I see you guys too? Yes, of course. I would be, I, okay. he would be, he would be thrilled. He's a big, I mean, that's how we met with through catching up. It'd be weird if you didn't. I know. If I just knew a random German. Here's the weird no, thing. No, it'd be weird if. <laughs> If you came to the city and didn't see me, that's what it meant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, of course I'm going to see you. So maybe we'll do like a surprise show or something. Oh, yeah. We could do something like that if you want. When? Wait, when is it? The weekend of the... Um... I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so who did that to me? Well, Jonathan did it to me. Remember that was one of the, the last fights we ever had before he started doing... Well, maybe he was doing drugs. Um Scott Roberts says lips and lashes drag brunch at the lookout on weekends. So I guess I can announce uh, uh, if, if you live in the Bay Area, uh, an appearance by Joe Batanz and Mike Lawson and Carlo from Germany. <laughs> Carlo from Germany. <laughs> Details to come. But that's only for the $3 level. <laughs> there will be wristbands and a, ca- a candy station. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll definitely do the candy station. I like that. All right. What do you have going on next week, Mike Lawson? Um, well, I have a date tonight. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm also going to dinner with Mario this afternoon, this evening. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of living La Vida Loca, trying to be social and kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. that, and, oh, I have a, I'm going to see the Fantastics tomorrow. I've never seen that show. I've never seen seen it either. You know what? It was, it was, I don't know if it still holds this record, but it was, I bet it doesn't. It was the longest running show on Broadway. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of all I know about it. I yeah. feel like maybe I know one song. If a gun was to my head, I might be able to sing it. I don't but. think I know any. I just feel like the guy from, uh, I just know that the guy from uh, Queer as Folk, Justin, was oh, yeah. uh, on in it. I saw him in uh, Cabaret. Oh, you did? How was he? He was okay. <laughs> the thing is, I think he's like 50 years old now. Does he look like four or something? Or what? how does he look? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still looks 20. He still looks what? Shirt off, you know? And he looks like a young kid. Oh, wow. He has like Webster's disease, but he's six foot one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, what are you doing? Uh, Well, actually, as soon as we end this, I'm going to go meet up with uh, After Buzz TV. And it seems like emerging Afterthought Media star Jay Ellis. We're going to get some. uh, Oh, yeah. A coffee or something in Claremont, and then uh, I'm pretending to be his Uber driver, and then um, tell him I said hi. Have you guys met? No, but we interact on Twitter, and 
maybe we've talked before on like something. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I will, I'll tell him you said I hi. don't know if we've actually talked, but we've certainly like interacted and tell him I said hi. I will. John Paul and I are going to go tomorrow to Sherman Oaks. Uh, they're having another one of those Disneyland auctions. They're going to have all the stuff on display, so we're going to go see that. And With the then, intention to buy or just to browse? Just to browse. Because, you know, I'm, I, but I was telling my brother, I go, I don't know if the prices will be as crazy as they were on that last one we went to. Because the last one was, like, really heavily promoted. This one, we just I just kind of found out about it through, like, word of mouth or something. So maybe the prices won't be as cuckoo bird. Because I remember... Uh, Oh, wait. John Arts has breaking news. You know, hold on. Breaking news. John Arts in the chat room tells us that the Fantastic still holds the record. And then I think he starts to say songs. Try to remember, and soon it's going to rain. That, that, is, that doesn't trigger <laughs> anything for me. Anyway, um, so... Uh, yeah, John Paul and I are doing that, and then I feel like I have other things going on during the week, but who knows? Oh, who also, knows? listener Ricardo Herrera is in LA and wants to meet up with me, but I'll I'll try to make that work. We'll see if it happens. I like uh, Ricardo Herrera is the one with the golden retriever. Oh, he is. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> Hopefully, he hear. Oh yeah, he won't hear this till Monday. I don't think he's listening right now. Uh, I like how I'm. I know more about the after that media. Uh, people you interact with than you do. Well, I'm just That's not of, true. I, look, That's I, really I, not true. By, by the time this Ricardo hears this, unless he's listening right now live, uh, the, the Sunday will have come and gone. Okay? Yeah. I, I'm, okay. My big concern is that people are going to think this is a thing that I like to do. What? It's just it's meet up with, do meetups during the weekends. Wait, do you not? Are you... Are you saying on here that you don't want to meet up with people who listen to your shows? I just think it sets a dangerous precedent. I mean, I mean, I think Ricardo's the one. I think I'm not sure. So if I offend somebody out there, I'm sorry. I think he's the one that did an away ad for me. So I feel like I owe him to do this. But I just have a fear like Luke Stamen is going to be fucking in L.A. and want to hang out. You know, I want to hang out with Luke. Oh. I think maybe the better idea is to just not talk about this then. And then when those interactions happen, you handle those off the air. I feel if Luke wanted to hang out with me, I need to tell. I need to do it live on the show or tell people exactly where I'm at geolocation at all time. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Go to hell, Mike. Goodbye. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up.
It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.